patient Pull out the skull, remove the cancer Breaking his back, chisel next for the answer Supersonic, bionic, robot, voodoo power Equator X, my chance to flex skills on Ampex With power meters and heaters, gauge, antifreeze Octagon, oxygen, and luminum Welcome to Do The Right Film, my name is Harvey My name is Sean Hey, and uh, my name is Steve Okay, <laughs> wait, throw your own little hay in there <laughs> Uh, today we've got a review of Venom for you. It's directed by uh, Ruben Fletcher. Um, we're also going to be talking about a, a very interesting topic. Yeah, um, I, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's. Um, I guess we're going to discuss what our plans would be if we were movie villains. Yeah, basically how to take over the world. We're going to give you a step-by-step guide. Is, is, is that what our end goal is, to take over the world? I mean, you know what? I'm not going to put that kind of pressure yeah. on you guys as villains. Well, I'm, I'm actually downsizing mine. It's, the world is too big for me. I'm, I'm just going to take over. his operation. I'm yeah, just, just going to take over my neighborhood. I'm going to start from there. <laughs> That's what okay. I'm saying. Like, you guys work on your own goals. I don't want to like put that kind of lofty goals for you as a villain, but, you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to be talking about that later, plus some uh, stuff we watched during the week. Um, but before we get into movies, how was everyone's week? Not bad, not bad. Um, okay. Oh, we should mention that Thomas is not here today. Yeah, you know, I completely forgot. I mean, yeah, I was wondering where he was. <laughs> He's not here. Okay. Um, I guess he decided something was more important than hanging out, Yeah, hanging out with us and talking movies. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what were you saying about your week, Sean? Uh, didn't do too much. Kind of just stayed in most nights and relaxed. Uh, play with the cats. That's your new favorite pastime, isn't it? Playing with the cats, yeah. They deserve a lot of love, you know? And I have a lot of love to give. Can I tell a she quick got, story? Got no love. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell a quick story about your uh, your cat passions? Or yeah, sure. in terms of... Uh, tell my so, story. Well, I remember when I first met Sean. For some reason, he would, pull, like, he would show me YouTube videos of cats. Oh, he's yeah, just like, yeah. He's like, look at this cat. Because I was going to get a cat. Yeah, you were so dedicated for years. And then finally, you got two cats. So this yeah. is really a long time coming. Yeah. So I'm happy for you. There are street you cats too, so. Oh, that's even better. You adopted. Yeah, I adopted, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm the um, Angelina Jolie of oh. street <laughs> cats. Angelina <laughs> 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 Jolie get a kids from the street. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. How that's it. <laughs> How about you, Steve? You know, I like to say that I did like exciting shit this week, but I'm gonna be honest, it's pretty low key. Uh, got into some trouble, and what'll be my trouble is nothing at all. Mm. It's a very dull week. I was hoping You're something being very vague. Well, you know, all right. There's times where I think about the podcast on, on the train or when I'm just out doing things, and I'm like. He's like, man, hopefully something exciting happens. So when Harvey or whoever's hosting asks me, Steve, what do you get into? I can have a story or anecdote. And that's what happened to me this week. I was just on the train and I'm like, I should do something crazy just so I can be like, yeah, I got into some shit. You hopped the turnstile? I was thinking about it. (laughs) That's the most exciting thing I think I could ever do. Okay. Well, that was very anticlimactic. Well, I think a a lot of things I do... Or at least I this week. You say I punched a cop. <laughs> punched a <Yeah>. cop. <laughs> right in the nuts. <laughs> well, that you know, this is the trend for the week. Hopefully next week I will have the balls to either jump a turtle style or punch a cop or maybe do both. Um, Who knows? God, Harvey, you might have to bail me out. <laughs> um, I can't do that. There's not enough in the do the right film uh, treasury. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. We're so fucking lame. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, my week was okay. I just worked, you know, like usual. Have you been acting? Acting? No. No VO work oh, outside no, of voiceover. No, um, not not for a few weeks now. Have um, you thought about going on your own? Like, no. In terms of just be like, I think this is not like quit your job, but like start his own video game company. No, no, like no, you mean like voice acting, voice acting, like okay. dedicating a little bit of time on the my side. voice isn't that interesting, and and uh, like doing it for the short amount of time that I did do it, like my throat hurt a lot, <laughs> so I couldn't imagine like being a full time yeah. voice actor. I don't they know. Have I feel to go, they have to go through some hell. I don't know. I see on the comments. I hear uh, people are praising your sultry voice. So. You have a very uh, uh, unique voice. You yeah. sound like somebody's like sitting on your chest. <laughs> 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 Would you speak? <laughs> So that's that's unique. Yeah. Um, okay. So did anybody lose a game last week? What happened? Uh, I lost a game. Yeah, I'm uh, pretty sure you have to watch. Uh, I've been losing a lot lately. Yeah, I noticed that. A lot. In life, the game. <laughs> Take Is that big, it? Big L's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, Thomas uh, gave me um, hella high water that uh, I know you and um, you and him were really big fans of, right? And when was this, 2016? Yeah. I feel like you're about to shit on it. Um, so God damn. it's a modern Western and it's, uh, is it written by Taylor Sheridan? Is that his name? Taylor or Ty? Taylor. Ty's the kid, right? Ty, sh- yeah. Okay. Taylor Sheridan directed by David McKenzie stars Jeff Bridges, Chris Pine, Ben Foster. And essentially it's a modern day Western where, uh, Ben Foster and Chris Pine plays brothers who are on a, I guess, mission to rob several banks to hit a certain goal for, what is uh, a plot point in the movie that I won't reveal. Um, they live in this kind of like broken down western, uh, west Texas town where it seems like everyone's in debt. People are poor, them more than others, it seems. So they're, they're on the, they're living on the edge. They're robbing banks. They're, um, it seems like they're, they're content would be being, like this is their last run together. Like they are, they almost know that we don't give a fuck what happens. We need to do this. Sean, I have a quick question. Sure. Uh, let's say me and you get to that point. Would you ever like rob banks with me in the West? Um, I feel like we get shot. <laughs> like our we, first job. We have job? to go to like a small, small town. Like, and the okay. thing is, you have to be like. I think you have to have a certain level of like organization, angst to you as well. Like you, oh. you have to be like ready to kill somebody. Yeah, you know, I think I'll just be yeah, I'll be nervous and or probably forget that the yeah. safety's on. Because you also got to you, you you also factor that there's going to be a security guard there. Somebody might like right instantly flip the the button. Cops yeah. come. You now you have a hostage situation. What do you do? You're fucked. And then you start killing people and shit. I don't know. Just wait. So is <laughs> that a yes? Talking about. Just wait. Is that a yes or a no that you will rob banks with me? That's a no. That's a big okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> I rat you out. <laughs> so you wouldn't do it. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. You say that again. It's <laughs> 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 recording. <laughs> but uh, the first thing uh, uh, I noticed about this movie is that it's 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 very eye catchy. The the wide shots are incredible. Actually, who shot this movie? It was in Deacons, was it? No. Um, I just want to know real quick. Gals, nudgeons, what has he done? But anyways, uh, shot beautifully. Um, yeah, actually, he did Halam Fo. Young Adam as well. The deep end. Um, so yeah, uh, shot beautifully. Cinematography is incredible. 
Ben Foster is probably my favorite. Uh, it's hard to say actually. Ben Foster has a really good role in this movie. He plays kind of like the um, the the bad brother of the two. They're essentially both the uh, antagonists in this movie. But Ben Foster is more of like the wild card, and Chris Pine seems a little bit more grounded. But he also set on a a, a mission, and he needs to know what he, he has to, or he ha- he needs to do what he has to do for his family. Um, Jeff Bridges on their tail. That's one aspect of the story that I really like. That Jeff Bridges and the, was it the same actor in Wind River who plays the Wind the River. he plays the Native American father, right? Does anybody know? Uh, I uh, sorry. Uh, I believe so. I don't want to just just uh, assume I think that, it is, if I'm not mistaken. So Jeff Bridges and his partner are on the trail. Um, it's almost played in the style of um, No Country for Old Men, where it's very brought down to a very slow paced that it's dialogue driven and it's um it's told in a very patient manner which i really like with that um i really enjoyed this fucking movie i had a really good time with it i, I it was one of those movies you throw on and you don't have to do anything you're just instantly engaged with it you know it's funny uh uh, I said I think I'm. I don't know if I said the same exact thing, but that's how I felt. I just threw it on just because I was like, he's like, this looks looks interesting, mm-hmm. and I wanted to catch it, and I was just hooked. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, it's a it's a really good story. I really enjoyed the story. There's a payoff in the end that's pretty satisfying. Whether you believe the the believability of it of it all, um, it's still really good, and I do enjoy that it does have that. It's almost like this guy has a hook to him. It's similar to Sicario and similar to Wind River in a way where the antagonist sort of um, overcomes something, but the audience... Uh, there's something I want to say, but I don't want to give it away because I think uh, it's a spoiler. But uh, yeah, I really like the two characters of the brothers. Chris Pine does a great job. He has this dead stare that I haven't seen uh, from him in any movie. This was probably his best role. Uh, essentially, I don't think his role as uh, Captain Kirk is amazing, but this is probably his best role that I've ever seen him in. Uh, ben Foster is always good to me. He's a he's someone that more people should know about, I think. And uh, Jeff Bridges, uh, he, uh, he he does Jeff Bridges. He's just a fucking guy I feel with like a Western he just, accent. Yeah, I feel like he just plays a version of himself. Pretty much, it's yeah. almost like Tom Lee Jones esque. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think this movie is at the same caliber as its peers in terms of like uh, style, like No Country Old Men, or There Will Be Blood, or uh, the Sergio Leone movies. But uh, it's a it's an easy movie to get involved with, and it's beautiful to look at. And like I said, I think my favorite part of the entire film experience is the story and the characters, and I would highly recommend it. And I give it a four out of five. God damn. He loved it. What did you give it? I think a four or a half out of five four, or okay. four or something around there. Yeah. That's when I used to give scores. It's good. It's really good. Um, I want, you know, it's funny. I think this movie could have a sequel. I think it could work. I don't, I don't want, I don't want it to. You don't want it? No. But I think I can see it though. <laughs> How would, just be. wait. How would you, what would you call it? Um, Hell or High Water 2. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't laughs> like, <know>. nothing. <laughs> oh, I thought you could take it a little bit better than that. What would you call? I don't know. No, I don't know. I can't think of it. Hell or high waters. Waters <laughs> like pets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, we have to brainstorm this idea and maybe pitch it one day. Maybe. Yeah. You got anything else you want to talk about? Um, I'm pretty sure I watched. I think I watched 
um, 99.9% of um, Mary and the Witches. What the fuck is that movie called? Mary and the Witches. Witches. Broom. Broom. Flower. Flower. Yeah. Flower. So yeah, uh, watch that. Doesn't ha- I don't have much to say. I was so watching. Ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, because okay. I was watching it in a very dazed state, um, of this like seems like such a in weird and out of consciousness. Because so it's one of those movies that, that puts you to high, sleep. Though. It can't be that high, like a ninety nine point whatever percent. Because I fell asleep at the very end, like five minutes before the credits rolled. So you know the like the kind of the plot. Yeah, um, I do like the. I think it is a Studio Ghibli movie, if I'm not mistaken, not directed by um, Miyazaki. Uh, I do like the story. Uh, it's beautiful. And anime, you know, it's come around to me a bit. I'm willing to watch more. Uh, I, I've heard that your uh, your girlfriend's a big fan of uh, the Japanese animation. She is. And like subs, mm-hmm. overdubs. You know, it's funny. Speaking of that, I was hoping somebody would have a cool Comic-Con store, but nobody here went. No. Uh, no, I actually had a conversation with someone recently about Comic-Con. And like... It's kind of ruined for me a bit. Like, lately, when I was younger, I was, like, so fascinated by it. I wanted to go, so, mm-hmm. like, really, really bad. But as of late, how the way we have this oversaturation with comic book films and TV and, like, it's, like, over, so over. It's just, like, you go there because people are just trying to sell you shit. Mm-hmm. And that kind of ruins it for me. There's, like, no fandom. More, like, just, like, it's a place for them to either pitch or sell or, like, basically want you to buy more shit from them. I feel and like it kind of ruins it a little bit I feel like Comic-Con, like, in the early days... I don't know how far back it goes, but it's I'm talking about like two th- early 2000s, maybe early 90s even. Yeah. It was all very like Star Trek and Star Wars driven. I don't know. I don't and now it's, all, it's, it's like a, a cornucopia of shit. Well, there's different cons for different specific events, but I feel like with this one in particular, like it growing the way it's did like exponentially and within the last few years and you know, where the comic book industry is at in terms of, like, making films and TV shows. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's not but, a, it's but not they a had place to, for... there had to be a point where, like, Comic-Con was about, like, comic books. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There right? was a point where, like, it literally was, like, yeah, you would go there to spend money because you'll see, like, an artist that you really like and they probably can do a variant drawing for, like, one of their books. Like, it's just, like, cool little nerdy shit like that that yeah. was definitely there and relevant. And they probably were trying to sell you on maybe, like you know, a film or two or a TV ID or you have panels, but I feel like that is like yeah. what it's grown so big. And now and it's, it's about like the comic book movies and shit. Yeah. Basically yeah. it's just like, it's a place where they're just trying to sell you another comic book movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I don't know. It just seems weird. I, I, I would still like to go one day. But I say you should experience it at least once. Maybe. Once in my life. Yeah. It was but a, I, tickets are like 50 bucks. Yeah. It's not bad. And then also I feel like, I feel like, I feel like anime conventions are a little bit more, in that level how the way it was back in the day i feel like it's yeah. like a lot of just fandom and just you know people who love that thing is there you know yeah uh yeah that's how i feel about comic-con guys okay i don't know where that came from sorry i guess that's we're just our inside com- of comic-con story i guess for the yeah. week <laughs> any more movies shown um besides mary and the witch's flower would you even would you rate that no i wouldn't rate it i don't think it's fair i feel like that five minutes would uh, impact me a lot in the end <laughs> okay <laughs> so it wouldn't be fair but like I said, I did like the story. I like the animation. Um, it's a good sleepy time movie too. If you like, uh, if you like going to bed. No, if you like, brewed yourself some tea, and then you put it on, and you just pass the fuck out <laughs> in five minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it has this like ambience to it that, and like these certain anime anime movies always get me. The sound and like those their yeah. ADR and shit. Yeah. The animation, the colors. 
It's a beautiful. Yeah, it's it's actually why if you notice a lot of lo-fi artists always use fucking anime clips as their music videos. Yeah. Because it's so soothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's it for me. What about you, Steve? I think. Uh, I watched Venom, but we talk about that later. I've also watched a couple movies. Uh, I don't want to talk about them all, uh, but I'll run through them real quick. Real quick. Uh, something compel- compelled me to watch uh, The Waitress with uh, with uh, Fillion, Nathan Fillion. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just watched it. You know what? Not that bad. Uh, it's actually a really sweet story about uh, a waitress living in uh, the deep south who has a bar- basically a terrible life and how she kind of overcomes her struggles. But I'm not going to get into that. It's actually wasn't, I was kind of pleasantly surprised, but don't know why I was compelled to watch it. Uh, I watched uh, this other film, uh, uh, The Witch. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Uh, it was a rewatch for me. It's on Netflix now, right? Yeah, it's on mm-hmm. Netflix. I watched it this Tuesday. Uh, I was just in, a, in in the mood for a horror film, and I was with some people who haven't seen it. And you know, I'd say The Witch has one of the most satisfying openings in a film in terms of like watching it with like f- like fresh eyes around you, because everyone's kind of quiet. It's that that opening scenes kind of like jolt you a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the people I'm surrounding with are just like they're like, oh shit, oh shit. No, no, I can't. I can't look. I can't. I can't look. And they were like freaking out because of the uh, the baby scene in the beginning. And uh, I think that sets the mood and tone of the film. Uh, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a great watch with like people who haven't seen it before. It's a masterpiece. Uh, well, I guess for those who don't know what it is, I guess I can just kind of explain it. it uh, in uh, 1630s New England, William and Catherine lead a devout Christian life with five children, homesteading on the edge of an impassable wilderness, exiled from their settlement when William defies a local church. Uh, so it, it might not sound like a horror film just from hearing that, but it basically, you know, them being kind of exiled into this, like basically their own little patch of what they consider paradise or starting their new life or their new, like, you know, church upon, or what they call uh, their own like little settlement, uh, weird things start happening. And, you know, paranoia ensues, mistrust ensues, and kind of all hell breaks loose, I would say near the end of the film. But it, it, this film, I think, does a great job with tension and building that up. Uh, beautifully shot. Sound design is great for me. Uh, this hits a lot of the marks. I think the major complaint I hear a lot of people talk about is that it's not really scary. I guess when you watch, if you're used to watching like horror films that have been coming out in recent years, and you and you know for a fact you don't like these slow replaced films, I wouldn't recommend this at all. You'd be like, oh, this is kind of boring. Uh, they do speak in a New England accent or more like traditional uh, English. So it's a lot of E and D. And sometimes it's kind of hard to place it at first. Uh, but once you once you watch like 10, 15 minutes, you kind of understand what is going on. But it's a little jarring at first because that's how like the majority of the film is. And uh, I still highly recommend it for those of uh, for those of you who like a different style of horror. Not big fan of like, you know, jump scares. Uh, so that was my rewatch of the week. And then I rewatched mm-hmm. uh, Serenity. With Nathan Fillion. I've been on a kick with Fillion. Did you watch anything new? I watched The Waitress. Oh, oh but yeah. you didn't talk about that one at all. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like I don't think anyone would really care. Is the waitress? Uh, is it the same as the play that's going on? Uh, same thing. I think that's what com- uh, maybe that's what like kind of piqued my interest. Uh, I think it's based off that film, okay. and I'm pretty sure this might be based off a book. Like mm-hmm. it just has that that kind of uh, I don't know the story how the way the story beats go. It kind of has that feeling. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it's like it's just loosely based off the movie, and then they probably added songs because there's no music in this film. It's mm. just it's it's kind of like this lighthearted drama. You might instantly think that is like a kind of a uh, like a lifetime movie that just got money, and they're like, oh, we could throw it in theaters. Mm. But it's actually no. It's, I think it's well done, and overall, like it's it's a it's a watch, if, especially if it's on Netflix or something, mm-hmm. and you see it, and you want to watch something a little bit simple, but a little bit kind of sad. A bit, yeah. Carrie so Russell's great in it. Oh, you've seen it? I've seen it a million times. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. It's yeah. It was like I, I, I was, I didn't know what to expect. So, that was my, those are my watches. Oh, real quick about Serenity. If you haven't seen it, fucking watch this. Shit holds up. Well, watch Firefly first, though. Watch Firefly first, but if you're afraid to watch Firefly first and devote like to the whole show, it's like one, it's nah, like one season, barely. It's not that bad. It's what, 15 episodes? Not even. It's like less than that, right? Uh, Firefly is a completely underrated show. uh, Directed, written by, or not, I don't think he directed the whole thing, but he is written by uh, Josh Whedon, the guy who also did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He also did The Avengers. Great fucking show. He also did Fringe. He did Fringe as well. I forgot about that. Angel. Angel. Dollhouse. Basically, oh, Dollhouse is, uh, I remember the first season. That was good. (laughs) Yeah, but, Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, if you if you're interested in like a weird combination of sci-fi, western, action, watch Serenity or Firefly. Watch both, please. It's well worth your time. It's like it still holds up. All the emotional beats just hit home for me. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, one of my favorites near the end. <sighs> Fuck, still gets me. All right, that's it. Okay. Um, what do you watch, Harvey? I watched like. Two rewatches. I don't really go into those. Um, I think I watched City of God. Um, if anybody hasn't seen City of God, watch City of God immediately. I watched the movie called uh, Tragedy Girls. Uh, oh, I saw this in California. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I remember watching a trailer a while ago, but I kind of didn't see anything else about it um, until I came across it on uh, Hulu. So I decided to watch it. Uh, directed by Taylor McIntyre. It came out last year, 2017. Um, here's the synopsis. Following two death-obsessed teenage girls who use their online show about real-life tragedies to send their small Midwestern town into a frenzy and cement their legacy as modern horror legends. Yeah, it stars uh, Brianna Hildebrand. That's like pretty much the only familiar face I kind of I kind of see. And... Um, Alexandra Ship plays the, uh, the other girl. She's been in a few things, I guess. But um, these two girls are are pretty obsessed with um, like a local serial killer. It's like the cusp of like the beginning of like the serial killer's uh, spree, and um, like the local sheriff and the department are pretty reluctant to admit that that, that there is a serial killer yet, even though there's been like maybe two or three deaths. So the movie starts off with Sadie, who's played by Brianna Hildebrand, and she's kind of uh, like in the backseat of a of a car with this guy, and they're like in in the middle of nowhere, and it's like a very like uh, cliche and um, 
like uh, campy scene that we see. It's like two teenagers making out in the back of a car, obviously in a location where they're about to get murdered. Um, so the movie like already introduces like this level of uh, like parody and uh, parody there, and um, like a le- like a level of comedy. But we find out very quickly that Brianna like has lured this guy here, like in hopes of meeting the serial killer and in, in hopes of like uh provoking him and 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 getting him to attack and her and uh her friend Michaela end up kidnapping this guy kidnapping the serial killer and then they decide to um in order to get their their Instagram and their fucking their blog up to get it like popping they're going to just start killing people and being the first ones on the scene with like all these gruesome details and stuff kind of like a weird Nightcrawler? serial killer like yeah like, like, Nightcrawler. like yeah okay. In in theory, I, I like this movie a lot, but I think this movie, as it's done, is it, there's too much shit in it that I that I dislike. Um, I think like tonally, especially this movie, is supposed to function. It seems like it's supposed to function as like a like Heather's and like uh, be like a satirical satirical look at like high school girls that are have these really morbid uh, thoughts and um, and activities. Um, but it also tries to be like a parody as well. And I think, I don't know, I think it kind of, um, ruins itself a lot of the times with like the smart satirical, um, like story and characters. I think it's like undercut by like it, it being too dumb, just too dumb. Uh, and I think that's where like the parody kind of fucks things up a bit. Um, but I think, I do think, think the, uh, the characters are interesting for the most part. I think that, um, that, yeah, just totally, it was, it's kind of a mess. Um, it has, uh, some pretty, like some pretty, uh, comedic moments that, that fall flat for me, especially. And I think, um, just reinforcing like this movie one way or another could have made it, made it better. It, either it could have been like a full fledged parody and just com- been like completely ridiculous or it could have, uh, function like more in the satirical way that i way that i mentioned i'm not too sure what else to uh talk about in this movie sean did you talk about this movie on the podcast i don't remember no, i never did sounds I, like i forgot concept. i watched it oh, yeah. my girlfriend liked it oh yeah i think um yeah, yeah I, I definitely want to like it so i like the story and i like um the ca- like the characters to a degree but i think it's i think it's just too it's not as smart as um is as I think it think thinks that it is, and um, you dumb. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to shit on it, but yeah, I, I, I think when you compare it to something like Thoroughbreds or like uh, like Heather's, like similar movies with uh, like these teenage girls that decide to um, or not decide, but that that are just super fucked up. Um, I think they have like a much like higher level of um of style and um and story storytelling there that i think this movie did not provide yeah if you're if you're looking to see like a just a silly movie filled with um i don't know some some fairly entertaining deaths and um really interesting characters i think and absurd characters i think this is great but i don't think it provides like the satirical look into like these in the lives of like these girls is like a movie like Heather's does, nor do I think it's like is fucked up and is like um, just really interesting to think about like uh, like thoroughbreds or 
anything. I give it like a two out of five. Nice. Not really nice, but sick. <laughs> anything yeah. else? No. Nah, um I think we're getting you back on your horror movie kick. I figured since it was October I'd start watching some uh horror movies. Um I'll have some more, I guess, <laughs> for the uh the rest of October. Did anyone catch uh, a Star is Born this week? I thought about it. I considered it as well. I feel like everyone's going to be talking about it. And then, like I said previously, I like uh, Bradley Cooper's voice. He sounds very actually, rough. Yeah, actually, I was going to watch it yesterday, but the L train was down, so I didn't go. Oh, where, Williamsburg Cinema? I was going to go to Kips Bay. Jesus. If anyone doesn't know, Kips Bay is kind of far from where we're at. I like Kips Bay, though. Yeah, Kips Bay is really nice, just far. Um. So, yeah, so... Um, I don't know which studio distributed um, A Star is Born, but blame uh, the MTA. They probably cost you a lot of... Uh, Moving past money. No, Moving past <laughs> money. Actually, no. Nah, I'm like over my limit. Uh, you guys want to talk about this movie, Venom? <laughs> I want you to judge like this fucking movie. Nah. Was, you guys want to talk about Venom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's why you guys are paying me. For me. <laughs> Sean's the only one that actually gets paid. Everyone uh, else does this. Uh, here's a clip. Whoever you are. I work at the Life Foundation, and I need your help. We found something. We call them symbiotes. Carlton Drake believes that the union between human and symbiote is the key to our evolution. I'm really sick. I'm hearing a voice. Eddie. You're not real. You were just in my head. I'm going to need Mr. Drake's property back. That was a great clip. Yeah, I like that one. What you guys think? Yes, sir. It was good. Yeah, I like the the ink. Black Transitions. Ink. <laughs> the goo. Um, Venom was directed by Ruben Fisher. It stars uh, Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams. Riz Ahmed plays uh, Drake. <laughs> Dr. Like, Carlton Drake. Oh, I thought you was like, what? Um, yeah. Also got some uh, some backing performances by like uh, Jenny, Jenny Slate and um, Ron Cephas was in it randomly. Um, but yeah. Uh, here's the synopsis. The world has enough superheroes. When Eddie Brock acquires the powers of a symbiote, he will have to release his alter ego, Venom, to save his life. You mean symbiote? Symbiote. Whatever. <laughs> we practiced this before. We all, we all sit around just like symbiote. <laughs> symbiote. Um, who wants to go first? Talk about Venom. Uh, you know what? I'll go first. Change things up a bit. Okay. Cool. Uh, so... Initial impressions. I uh, I went to the theater. I went to uh, my go-to AMC Village Seven. Got my same usual spot where I sit in the the back with nice reclining chair. They gave me a free comic book, which was nice. How was the weather? I didn't get a free comic book. Uh, it was nice at first, and then when I left, it kind of got a little hot for my liking. But oh, are you talking about inside the theater? No, uh, the day. How was the day? Oh, the day. I mean, it was no, it was okay. I would say solid. That was today, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so, (laughs) (laughs) 
So, uh, initial pre- I'm going to do something I rarely do with these films, uh, comic book films in general. I'm going to start off on a positive note. Uh, I would say the best thing about this film, and I think it's because maybe, you know, someone on set, maybe be a writer or maybe like, you know, the actor who betrayed this character had a little bit of understanding how the comic book character worked. Um, and uh, I think I think Eddie Brock or Tom Hardy's performance, I think I would say is something that I did enjoy just because I feel like he captured the essence of uh, a bit of the essence of the, the, the anti-hero or the, or the villain, no matter. I mean, I don't know. Most people have left off on the comic books or growing up watching TV show. You know, Venom was at first portrayed as a villain, but as the comic book series went on, he changed and kind of became an anti-hero went back to the villain and he kind of jumps around no matter it just really depends who he's hosting because eddie brock wasn't his only host he's had multiple throughout the years uh and i think they're able to capture that in a really you know i feel like it, it captured the essence of the comic but but i think that's where my praise really ends uh <laughs> so if this was 2000 this would be up there as a pretty decent comic book movie because you know we had different expectations back then uh be, there was no it would be a, like the best one ever made yeah we're like, like man that was a good ass comic book but now being in the era that we're in and we get a comic book movie every other month uh this one just seems <laughs> it seems like the whole sony in general was living under a rock and didn't know that anything has progressed like they came back out and they're like you know what's hot comic books let's bring this back and they they released this movie that just just in regards to story and how the way it's structured and and even the fucking I, I texted you guys this it was like almost instant it was just like he's like this is the worst end credit song I have ever heard do you guys remember that or did you guys just leave it was Eminem it was yeah. Eminem but it was like what they used to do with like licensed movies where he's rapping about the villain yeah. So he's like, you hear him like say like he's like mentioning Marvel and Venom, and I'm like, it's like this is fucking horrible. This is like one of the worst end credit songs I've ever heard. It was pretty bad. Uh, it's just this whole movie. It's just like I said, if if this was like an older, if this was 2000, we would have been like, man, this is great. But the fact that we're living in this this era and we have like a high standard set, it's it just doesn't hold it. it just does not. It, it's weird that they even released it or. Like, why? I mean, I, I know why it's money, but it's just very... The whole experience was just weird. I, I walked out of the theater, and I'm like... I kind of felt like I went back in time a little bit. And then I was like, oh, no, shit. It's, like, fucking 2018. And, you know... Yeah. Shitty. Okay. I want to start off with a bunch of criticism and um shit that just didn't make sense to me. Okay. Um, There's a lot of uh weird confusing shit in this movie that i don't understand or i personally think it's just something that the filmmakers overlooked um there's a couple things for example there's a there's a scene in the beginning of the movie where what's his name carlton drake or is a meds character See. who's pretty much the antagonist of the story he uh there's a there's a young girl uh that he's given a tour of this group and she raises his hand she, and he explains, she says, I have a question. She explains that. And then he explains, like, you should always be the one to question, blah, blah, blah. 
But then, like, she never asked the question, and then he just walks away. It, yeah. <laughs> There's that. It seems like such a weird thing. Like, you think it's going to be super important to, like, the story, and it's just, like, never gets brought up yeah and there's no really there's no explanation for that i think um because this whole speech about asking questions like they could have got something out of that if she asked a question or whatever it's just something small there's also i have a really big problem with uh two of the main chase scenes of the movie the uh the first one the most where that's why there was two yeah well there's one where eddie brock first breaks into uh he gets led into the um their uh what's their headquarters called life life foundation Li- the life foundation building um one with that is uh well the first thing is he's walking around this super high-tech building they don't have any cameras he's like walking around the lobbies and shit yeah and the the next morning when they're doing an investigation they don't know who was in the building you know, who stole all everything right. all right that's a great point because i was sitting there i'm like he's like don't you think he should like they should be a little bit more sneaky about like this? he walks like, through the dude, main door it, it makes the, no fuck <laughs> okay so there's that there's one other thing i want to talk about there's the scene that follows that when he escapes that is the worst action scene in any superhero movie that i've ever seen because it is so dramatic and it's so heightened you have these two security guards and dune buggies that are jumping off cliffs in the woods and shit (laughs) fucking breaking through shit it's It's so brutal and they're like run they're like running almost the same speed as him as at this point he kind of has like the superpowers at the moment but the thing is he's not acting as though he doesn't have superpowers. That's yeah. the funniest part. And he's part. like, why would he jump through a fence? Like, it doesn't make sense. He's like sitting there, he's like, huh? Yeah. But like, it's so, that whole scene is so dramatic and overdone. And that's essentially the palette of the entire movie. There's another scene where there, it's very cut and paste to like a lot, of, even like the most recently, the Ant-Man, uh, the, the second Ant-Man movie, where they have like this car chase uh, down um, Dude, that was the hills longest, of San Francisco I Boulevards. I hated That took so long. I was so bored at one point. I'm like... Yeah. There's also one other thing that didn't make sense to me. Um, when they're fully integrated at this point, uh, Venom tells uh, Eddie that he knows everything about him because he's in his mind. Yeah. And then, and then when he Anne proceeds calls, to like... She's, he's, he's like, like who's, who's that? that? Like, what? <laughs> like, who is she? Who's that? If like, you're in he, his that's brain, the most basic thing <laughs> about the well, character. Well, I don't, I don't think he... I don't, yeah, that's that was a weird part. I just realized that, yeah. There's, There's no explanation for it. There's yeah. a lot of things of this movie that you just can't figure yeah, an explanation. And I know... This is like little small plot holes. Yeah, um... I'm gonna talk about the movie at a large in a larger sense in a second, but yeah, there's a ton of small shit that bugs me. Like I I've read like some Venom comics back in the day, and I know that they can like go through shit, and that's how okay you can get away with like the shit coming out of his body without it ripping his clothes because it can go through the fabric, but at the same time, it can't like go through like gla- glass because I know in the comic it, they can go go through like buildings and shit, but like you fucking seal it behind a glass door, it like can't go under the fucking like yeah. door they can't go through the door it <laughs> all can't the vents go, and shit the creases they can't go through the the fucking gap in the middle of the two doors and there's yeah. a lot of just dumb shit in this movie okay i got two more things and then you can right. talk about the movie in general and uh, as a whole yeah um there's a there's one uh part of the movie where he, venom pretty much it's such uh unoriginal ex- um what's um exposition he basically tells him his weaknesses in the car. Like he, yeah. he's like, "What are you, like? What can destroy?" He tells him, and it's two things that they, you know, that's a callback, and the audience would a uh, half a brain would understand why that's there. Um, there's so much of that overuse of um, explanation in this movie. It's you know the problem is is that a lot of 
it, it's because it's the same problem that a lot of like origin like superhero movies had in the back yeah. in the day where it's just like but the you're world, trying to, you're you're trying saying, to the world has evolved from that yeah like, that's what i'm saying it's trying to fit in all this dense all this history within you know a two-hour film yeah and it's just like it doesn't work when i think the best ones that work are the ones that are like they try something different or mm-hmm. you know like it's 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 you know subverting your like ideas of what a superhero movie could be and this is just kind of just playing it so paint by numbers and it's trying to fill in so much information and it's just like but you're gonna have all these once you have this set up you can have two more movies yep. that you don't have that's that's the whole point that's what it is it's all just about cashing in on those sequels and like this franchise that you're trying to build yeah exactly it's kind of tragic my last, my last thing is uh it's it's more of a spoiler but Spoiler. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about the actual spoiler, but there's uh, there's a there's a main character switch in the story, and it's played so easily and so swiftly that it doesn't really make any proper sense. Do uh, you know what I'm talking about? Are you talking? All right. Are you talking with about our antagonist? With what are, what are, or say our anti-hero, alter ego. Yeah. There's a character switch to where like he changes his motivations. Yeah. yeah and they don't really explain there's no really scenes to back it up there's, at all. There's there's no scenes to back it up, yeah. There's a, a there's a couple of people in, that do that in this. And there, there's also his uh his ex, what's her name? Yeah, Saul Williams. Like she completely like <laughs> becomes Anna, I think. like her her character makes like a complete one eighty. And um Yeah, that shit yeah. And the thing is this movie's written by three dudes, right? You think one of them be like, wait a minute, wait a minute here. Like, don't you think this is a, we need some scenes to like, you know, draw this out a bit, blah, blah, blah. But there's not, or maybe they shot it or maybe it was dropped. No, I I think that's what it, because from what I understand, there's a lot of studio meddling, like always with these Mm -hmm. movies. And uh, apparently they cut a lot of shit out to make it PG uh, 13. And then also that could explain why it feels like there's chunks missing. Like there's points where it feels like you're just getting scene to scene to scene, like, and what I mean by that, yeah, I know how the rest of a fucking movie structured, but you know, when you just have like random events occurring and it's just it's just the most basic of cut, it's no like how do they get to this point? It's just like, oh, we have to just tell this story Careful. the most efficient fucking way possible, I guess. And then they miss a whole bunch of important like little details that can I talk about this shit? Yeah, what's up? I got some shit I wanna say. The fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I, I definitely agree that um this movie basically pretended like the last like ten to fifteen years of comic books didn't happen, and that's like its big its its biggest problem. Um, like first of all, yeah, like why is it PG thirteen? They made a fucking R rated uh, Wolverine movie. I don't understand why. And like even the Deadpool movies, I feel like this studio just did not learn anything from no. from uh, previous movies. Like not only how to fucking tell a story, but also what you can do in like this day and age and get away with it and actually make a profit because there's like like tropes and like conventions in, in this movie that are like old as shit and it seems like they just haven't updated their formula in a, in a really long time um i do think that the most redeeming thing about this movie is that it has tom hardy playing playing the role i think his character was uh he it reminded me a lot of Upgrade actually when I was watch when I was watching this because um, there's this guy that gets like a foreign thing in his body and it's 
like controlling him to a degree and he doesn't really know how to deal with it. I think Tom Hardy was like entertaining the watch, like figuring figuring yeah. shit out and I think um he just has that fucking Tom Hardy charm and yeah. skills that are uh difficult to mm-hmm. uh hate on. <laughs> but um I think his character was also poorly written to a degree, as with like the rest of these characters. Um Riz Ahmed plays uh Doctor Drake, Carlton Drake or whatever his name is, and he's like one of the worst uh villains I've ever fucking seen in a movie. <laughs> especially a superhero movie he he's also a villain who never leaves the lab like we don't get yeah. any shots of him outside of a lab you, you just d- see him doing evil shit that's all you ever see him do yeah or not and even like there's really no shit. progression just, to yeah. his character yeah. like this is a person that we meet who's this way and we right off the bat we know everything there is to know about him and all of his motivations yeah yeah that's exactly right and like there's like so many uh like much better written characters that have appeared in uh, superhero movies and when you think about why like they're compelling superheroes and um and everything like that like this character has none of that we don't understand why he's that way and it's difficult for difficult for us to even like get on board with his character because he's just um he's like a fucking a a blank mystery and um he speaks in fucking parables all the time which i don't understand (laughs) like every every all all the information we get from his character it's all done by these weird fucking stories where he's like trying to teach some fucking lesson or explain like the reason he's trying to explain why he's doing shit but within those reasons it doesn't make sense because we don't know who he is the the problem with his character is that he's supposed to be a genius but he's written by Car- like people who haven't done their work on like studies on geniuses like geniuses don't walk around and quote the bible or yeah. like tell stories about the bible it was yeah he's like the most sh- shitty fucking villain I've, I've seen in a really long time um i think the action and the comedy in this movie as well as well are like uh inspired by like early 2000s movies or 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 something the studio just hasn't like no. learned anything from from uh superhero movies like the past 10 years um the comedy comedy in this movie is like the worst i've seen in so long like there would be like the little joke and then the beat afterwards where people were supposed to laugh and nobody was laughing it was just awkward silence i laughed one thing i laughed at one moment and that was because i felt like that was like actually a good one uh i don't this is not really a spoiler but at one part of the movie venom's in Tom Hardy's head, and he's like talking to Michelle Williams. Like, oh, I keep forgetting her name. What's her name in this Mich- movie? Anna, I think. Yeah, Anna. Yeah. They're talking, and then he's just like, he's like, oh, look at her. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't know that we're gonna get her back. It was like, it was like a funny, mm-hmm. like, kind of like a, like it was. It made sense. Like, I'm like, I yeah. kind of get it within the characters. They're playing off each other, and, yeah. it, and that worked. So I got a good chuckle out of me. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I do. I like agree. that dynamic. I, li- I like I like some of that as well, and I think it it distracts from um, like the bad action and comedy. Uh, I think the interaction between those are like n- just naturally interesting because it's like a it's like a voice in his head, um, <laughs> yeah, that's like pointing out shit in his life. So that can be like Man, very man. easily funny. I think um, I think that could have been a lot better. Like um, like a different movie. Imagine that. Let's try to rebuild this movie. I mean, it up- could have worked. I think if you watch Upgrade. Upgrade is very similar in a lot of ways, um, and I think it also has an exact dynamic, and I think it it functions a lot better in Upgrade, and it's more funny and um, and smart. Um, I'm trying to think of things I did like about this movie. It's um, hard. 
Yeah. Because the shit you like, the shit that you want to like is like you would have liked when you were younger and you didn't have like any experiences with other films. Yeah. You were like, oh man, it's just cool getting to see Venom on screen. And maybe that was that slight chance that you get to see fucking Spider-Man. Like it's like a lot yeah. of just like that, that excitement. That's what it goes behind a lot of these early like interpretations I th- of I think comic book I movies. Think, uh, I think um, mainstream audience will also agree that this movie is tonally off. It's always seem it seems like it's on the verge of like a very comedic beat, but then it goes away. They never really quite hit the mark of like comedy or like uh, an action thriller or even a really good flushed out uh, origin story. Um, I also think that one of the worst parts of this movie is the third act. It's the most rushed third act. Oh yeah, in any of the comic book movies that we've seen in like a very long time. There was one moment I'm like, "Is like, man, this movie's pretty fucking long." And then I realized, I'm like, "Oh, never mind, it's wrapping up." <laughs> like it hit me. I'm like, "Yeah." Like, oh. I think the the third, not even not even just the third act, just the final uh, battle, it's probably like two minutes. That was the worst fucking. And it's so final rushed battle. in terms of like how they got there. Dude, the final battle was horrible. Honestly, I would not. Some of these movies just just don't need it. I feel like this movie really didn't need this like. Over, you, you know over the top it, action. You know what it reminds sequence. you of? Uh, the first Hulk, where the the oh, character yeah. tropes of like evil versus good in a way. You know what? That's that's a great comparison. That's like the perfect two monsters fighting each other. That's the perfect fucking comic book movie to like hold it up comparison because mm-hmm. it definitely feels that way at times. It just seems so. I don't know. Just it's so dated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what the very, fuck? Not in a good way. Yeah, like dated can be good. I think. But the thing is, like, I'm just curious what. Uh, what Sony's doing up, like what, what, like seriously, who thought this would be a good idea? Like, were they just trying to play it safe? They did Logan, right? No, that's Fox. Was it? Fox is the one yeah. who's like okay. in their own way, Fox. keeping up with. Oh yeah, you're right. Fox is the rights to X Men. X Men yeah. and uh, yes, like something else, right? I completely forgot. What else Sony has? Sony, I think just Spider-Man. has Spider Man rights. Spider Man, yeah. But yeah, man, it just it's such an odd film watching it now, and just like. I, c- I could see the kernel of a good idea. I could definitely see this as a buddy, a buddy movie, like a buddy cop movie. Yeah. And I think it could have worked that way. I think if they lean more onto like him instead of trying to hit all these like really weird beats, and if they would have kept the stakes very low in terms of like what it could have been like an Ant Man, like you know, you don't have to make it this grand story mm. of like you know. It was good essentially person. a save the world situation. What did, what did you too. guys think about the whole exposition on him and his past in New York? Do you think that was a little unnecessary or cheesy? I don't think so. Like I it's like it's obviously it's in service for the audience and yeah, the audience who knows the lo- the lore of like Venom. Yeah, but if you know, like the, they were probably wondering why is he in San Fran. Yeah, I mean, I think it just explains why he's there. Yeah, and uh, there's but there's a lot of that in this movie. Uh, the couple things I do like. Um, I I did like uh there's certain shots in this movie that it was pretty uh pretty beautiful to look at. There's one shot where he's actually on the top of a hill somewhere in San Fran and he's waiting outside uh Anna's house, Michelle Williams' house and it's a it's a good com- composed shot I think. So, and there's a lot of those in this movie which slightly redeeming but uh overall still not great. I also didn't like Jenny Slate's performance. It almost seemed like she had no direction at all and even just her design as a character the uh her hair how messy it is it almost seemed like it's kind of like she's it's a stage play her her, her character in a way oh do, do we have a white white uh lab coat in the dresser yeah you can throw that yeah. on like, can we, like messy she, her hair up with like some glasses yeah, like yeah, yeah make it look weird. like a scientist 
Mm-hmm. A scientist is dumb enough to bring this guy to to the work. Ma- to the main <laughs> lobby. This is the most sloppiest. I was so and surprised she, when she just got done explaining how smart? powerful her, this guy is, how how he can destroy everybody's life. But it's so funny how like all this shit happens, right? And you're just like, it's just like, like you're you're supposed to be like have some kind of like you're supposed to be smart, but yet you're just making terrible decisions, like, like dumb her, decisions. And her major her. concerns with this guy is really powerful, and he's crazy. But then she does things that are completely um, opposite. Isn't it weird uh, how she's like, okay, you go in there, don't touch anything. Yeah, like she just let him go by himself. Like, wouldn't she go with him to yeah. explain? And wouldn't there be more security if they found a fucking alien, dude? Yeah, he, yeah. He wouldn't just, it be more difficult to get in there? Just one security guard walk around the lobby. Yeah, he just yeah. <laughs> you got aliens in here. There's just one security guard. And it's weird. Secure, like, how was he able to get? In and there? they took it took one the door worst to part get about there. That, there's they do an investigation. He has his private security team figure out who was here last night. But it took like more than twenty four hours to figure it out. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like they, they look. Should, it's like and he, after they, they just said they would question everyone. Dude, that's the thing. Like they look at the footage last. Like well, the last thing well, was like she also scans her ID to open the door for yeah. him. Like who it shouldn't shouldn't be a, like yeah. a someone log? El- yeah, some, someone else's ID. I could, so you can get away uh, with it. Well, like there should be a log of like who sky, scanned yeah. in. Like, I could create a log that could do that. <laughs> like I'm not fucking. I don't own a rocket company. <laughs> Dude, it's I just so don't. Stupid. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand why it took so long. Because instantly, the back of my head was just like, "Is like, all right, no one's wearing like disguise. Like, they're not like. It's just like it was just poorly, was so poorly planned. Like they went that night. Like he was even just so, like, like the ready. security guard, the last person he saw there was her. Yeah, <laughs> like right. she should be suspect number one. Yeah, hour one. <laughs> I thought. She, I thought how the way the movie was turning out. I was thinking like, it's like you know what? Like when the breaking happens, he's gonna know instantly was her he's gonna call her out in front of everyone and make an example of her but no it took like three days <laughs> i'm yeah. like what the fuck like you should have known like this is way too easy i asked one more question um do you think when venom eats somebody's head do you think eddie tastes it uh, like he can taste the blood and like the meat well since they have a symbiote like since they have that relationship where like venom tastes what he tastes mm-hmm. i think you think uh, so yeah i think so but he doesn't like question that because if 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 this was you, right, and this guy's eating other people's head and you taste it, wouldn't you want to put a stop to it? Like, I'm pretty sure that's gross, right? I mean, <laughs> it'd be more than, yeah. I mean, I, like, I wouldn't want it to have it gross. for many reasons. <laughs> You're just out here eating random people's heads. And that's also one thing I didn't. I guess that's where PG-13 comes in. Is one obviously they can they they can they use the word pussy, but they can't show <laughs> they can't show the head eaten. I wanted to see like yeah. somebody's head getting demolished by like giant teeth and shit it's yeah, so weird think, that they chose to go to pg-13 yeah, I, think, I think that did a disservice to the character i mean it just sounds dumb as shit making a venom movie that's pg-13 yeah i was i've been recently reading the new story for uh venom uh i got done reading his like his i guess more recent arc and uh it, it's super like this kind of like it makes sense a bit like like certain aspects of like venom and like when whoever like he's hosting like the conversations they have and a lot of things that are like they're talking about it's a little bit darker and but it's just yeah it's weird that you would make this it's a fucking ultra violent character though regardless of like who's in control and it's just weird that they decided to be like you know what let's make this pg pg-13 mm-hmm. like i don't get it like why and it's funny because i remember tom yeah. hardy having an interview saying they're gonna keep true to the, the comic book and they're like yeah we're gonna do all these mm-hmm. things and then sony backpedaled like really really hard i guess maybe they had a test audience that was saying it's too violent 
maybe that's what it was. I can easily yeah. see it being that issue where it's like, oh, test audience said it's too violent, so we have to, like, recut it to where it just, you know, get that PG-13 rating and make it a little bit more appealing to, like, general masses. Yeah. There was a lot of childish writing in this movie. There's a, there's also that one section where, like, he's, like, looking for another job and he's, like, calling the places. And then, like, he just he's, like, looking at the paper and he circles dish, dishwasher. It's it's <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> you it's ha- also um, it shows how dated this movie is. It shows how dated this movie fucking newspaper. So like he sh- what was the last time yeah, you, like, you touched the no, newspaper? It, like you are a fucking reporter who's known, like pretty much probably like globally in a way. Yeah, because they, and like he's he's looking for jobs in the newspaper. That's like, the funniest it's part. 2018. Like, yeah, he's like known online. Like he has like a, a online show. He has yeah. like a show. And yet he's like sitting there looking. People in the street, like in that guy in the bar, recognize him, and he's like circling dishwasher like. in the fucking newspaper. It's so stupid. Such horrible writing by three guys, the three worst guys they picked. The fucking newspaper. Yeah, this movie. This movie is dated in so many ways, and it's uh, it's disappointing if I'm honest. Because uh, I was, I wasn't, I didn't think this would be incredible, but I was ex- excited. I, I thought that it would be like similar you know what? to like the, a throwback. The the trailer, the trailer makes it seem like it's kind of like a the well the first teaser I should say not the final trailer. Uh, it makes it seem like it's a character study of somebody who has lost control and like yeah. is part of the symbiote now. Uh, that would have been cool, like where it was just somebody who's just dealing with that, like I a character yeah. who's dealing with that. And there's like Make mild moments loose. of like action where he's like he he's uh, becoming like a you know. Like yeah. a character study. Yeah, just make it a low stakes kind of like mm-hmm. thing that he has to deal with in terms of like a villain or anything like that. And then it the looks more like, issue. Yeah, yeah. The, it the looks like they're trying to get that 2001 audience of like Spider-Man 1 and 2. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Us. <laughs> well, it didn't work. <laughs> they had like lowered. I think they, they should have definitely lowered the stakes for sure because literally he, sa- he saved the world in this one. Yeah. I think if they had made Well, the that's a spoiler. Sta- but yeah. I mean... <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we cool. all know the we're sta- gonna go the, the stake, two and three. The stakes for this movie were were the world, and yeah. I think a, a guy to save the world. And I think right. that's that's what much too much. For okay, me. I will say one last thing. This is, I guess, it's a spoiler just for the end, the what the the end credits. But fuck it, it is the worst end credits I think they've ever produced. I didn't even see it. I've, 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 it's I've it's basically it, Woody Harrison in the jail, and he's uh he's, he's carnage. He's carnage, and he says he's carnage. And there's no there's no mystery behind it at all, and he's wearing the worst wig ever. It's like a fucking like curly suit wig. He's wearing like a red. Red. He looks like a he looks Annie like a prop. Wig. Yeah, he looks like a proper clown. Like he just you see how he just Woody. Why would they put? There's also bad editing in that scene. He's like writing blood. Yeah. With his hand, like you assume, like he cut himself some shit. But then like there's a shot of his fingers and his hand. There's no blood. There's no cut, cuts or nothing. It's just poorly edited. Why would they put directed. a wig on Woody Harrelson? Because they're trying to harken back to the comics. They don't get Woody Harrelson. <laughs> get a guy with hair. Uh, anything else y'all want to talk about? Um, I mean, it's just beating a dead horse like this fucking franchise is what Sony's I'm, doing I'm curious, with this franchise. Uh, I'm curious to know. Generally, I think that um, Tom Hardy's good at picking roles and picking movies and directors and projects he wants to work on. Curious to why he worked on this movie. Like I am too. I, even if I read, I'm not an actor, but if I read the script, I'm like, okay, this shit is not great. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, um, I think he's he does a lot of great movies, and he's generally pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty picky about what he does. Yeah, he's seems. he's not in a lot of movies. I think I don't know. I think he probably 
took a chance. On, uh, or maybe he just wanted to be a part of a franchise. He wanted that stability in terms of like the next eight years of his life. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he bought a house. Yeah. Could Who be. Knows? Maybe he bought a Tesla or some shit. <laughs> a Tesla. <laughs> Talk uh, about reliability. Yeah. Um, uh, this was not a good movie. No, yeah. I would not recommend this to any audience. I think there was, a, for me, I kind of saw maybe a glimmer of hope in terms of what they could have done if Sony just did their homework. Not just Sony, just anyone a part of this I think Tom Hardy did his homework. I, I think he's the best part of this film. But if anyone else did their homework in the last like 10 years just watching superhero movies, they could have made a way better story, far more interesting, could have been a lot more entertaining. And they didn't. We got a very, very, uh, just got a poor superhero film from the early aughts. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We need more um, of those, please. Yeah. I don't really know what to say about this. Um, I, I think I'd give it a two, two out of five. It's 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 difficult to think of anything I really liked about this movie. I liked um, I like Tom Hardy. I like watching Tom Hardy. He he's just um, good at what he does. But but other than that, yeah, that it's it's not good. I will give it a two. You know what? I feel like I'm in the same boat too. Like, yeah, I've already said enough. This movie it's does a, nothing for the genre. I mean, I'm kind of tired of superhero movies, and this is not making it any better. This, this is um. God damn! Yeah, Steve almost dropped his laptop. Yeah. Dude, it was like <laughs> I've never seen Harvey's face before. <laughs> he just like his eyes widen up, and he's just like, no. Yeah, but yeah, this movie literally they they it, it's as if like those people that uh that created this movie they weren't allowed to watch superhero movies. Only Sony superhero movies for they're you. Like, <laughs> they like, couldn't watch anything for like the last 15 years. They interviewed all these people and they're like, have you seen, when's the last superhero movie you watched? You're like, oh, Batman Forever. Great. You're on. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's not good. No, watch anything else. You know what sucks? I was at this, I was watching this and all the trailers that came on were just superhero movies. Oh, really? X-Men. Uh... I was at a Marvel Elmo trap house, so it was all weird shit. Really? That's like nice. Like projects. But yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, what are we moving on to? Picking a movie? Yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the top hits? That's a great question. Thank you. I, be- <laughs> I believe um, Bad Times at Air Royale comes out, right? Sure. First Man comes out. Um, Ooh, Beautiful Boy. Beautiful Boy, actually? <laughs> yeah. But oh the, yeah! It I, is. By the way, you said it, it was just like ooh. The Beautiful biggest, boy. the big, the big release is uh, First Man in Bad Times. Yeah, First Man. I'm does excited look for First Man. I'm excited for uh, Bad Times. Oh really? Yeah, it looks it so look off. A, I mean, it could be good. It, it looks fun. It looks almost like kind of like a uh, shoot 'em up, or, or not shoot 'em up, um, smoking aces esque. It gives off man, a little Esk. bit of that vibe. Um, there's also Goosebumps too. Chris Parnell and uh, Kim Jong Un in it. Why are you looking at us? Like, is it like a viable option? I haven't I seen know. the first one. You Damn, I'm excited for first man. Uh, uh, it's up to you guys, though, because I'm probably going to still see that. And I do want to see Beautiful Boy. The obviously. thing is, we're avid uh, Ryan Gosling supporters on this show, so we have to watch first man out of just, mm-hmm. like, just There's some out of respect. shots in that, that trailer that looks incredible. Oh, uh, yeah. I kind of have this like feeling. Like Yeah, I heard the experience of like going up is like in almost like real time and in first person, so I want to see that scene. 
Uh, then we have to go see to we have to go, go to IMAX and probably AMC watch it. IMAX. Um, I've never been to IMAX. So what are you thinking, Steve? Out of respect for Ryan Gosling, I think we should go watch First Man. Gosling it is. Okay. Or respect out of fucking, what's his name? Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth. But I like both of them. But yeah, I like Ryan Gosling better. Okay. So um, next week we'll be watching First Man. Wait, nobody said Goosebumps too. <laughs> nah, I don't think anybody did. It's a Halloween movie though. I haven't yeah. seen the that first one. True. That is true. Um, okay. You guys want to move the hell's into? the oath? Is that what? Tiffany Haddish. I have a, I have a yeah, question t- about Tiffany Haddish and uh, I forget the guy's name. I have a question about uh, Jack Black. Ian Barrels. Yeah. Uh, career choice. Like, I feel like he's just doing a lot of kids' films recently. I mean, is that like who? Jack Black. He did this. He did Clock in the Walls. I don't know. Like, I, mean, I don't know. I feel like every time I Kung do Fu see Panda. Him, I feel like if kids' I, movies make a lot of money. Yeah, I know, but like, I feel like he just does a lot of just like younger. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would like to see Jack Black like maybe in a starring in a comedy role, like a lead. That'd be interesting. When was the last time he did that? Um, last time was like prob- a, like a proper adult comedy, not like you know a child's movie. Nothing wrong with children's movie, but you know what I mean. I'm not sure, but I mean, he do, he does it sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you guys want to move into the topic? Yeah, sure. Um, oh, he was in the Polka Kin movie. What is that? It's that uh, movie where he's like, you know, um, Polka. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that, true. that looked good. I want to check that out. So our topic today, um, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna talk about um, our, our grand plan as, as villains or like our, what our uh, motivations would be. I mean, you could just... Uh, describe uh, it, Steve. All right, so... I don't know why, but I was uh, after after uh, meditating on this topic for a very long Medi- time. Meditating. I was just sitting there thinking about it. Uh, I thought like we talk so much shit about these superhero villains and like their motivations and like their plans. What about us? Like, what would we think of? Like, what w- if we were quote bad guys? What would we do? And like, what would be our motivation? So I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty simple. Like, nothing too crazy. If you want to get more in depth. By all means, you know, lay out your plan, your like 10 year plan. Basically, make it look like you're trying to uh, okay. apply for a loan at a bank. Here's the thing about the topic do we have certain powers? Well, you, what makes us villains? I don't think we have powers. No, so what makes us villains? Like, you're a James Bond S villain. Am I smart? Am I a genius? Well, that's do not a power. Money? I mean, it could it could be used for evil. Yeah, but it's not like, really a like, power. What's his name? Glass. Mr. Glass. Yeah. Like he's a genius. Super well, you, you don't need you don't need a super, you don't need a superpower. It's just what would you what would you de- devote mm. all of your time and energy resources? It, what would you feel like would be okay. necessary? I guess okay. I'm you said you want to keep I'm, it small scale though, right? I'm going big. <laughs> <laughs> you can go big if you want to. Um I, in my scenario, I'm a very wealthy man. <laughs> Okay. And I have power. So I'm an Elon Musk man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my, mine is uh, more of like the the good bad guy who's bent on saving the world within his, o- his own motivations. So in order to achieve world peace, which I, I've always wanted, <laughs> <laughs> I will kill anybody <laughs> to get... <laughs> 
I'll do anything in my power to achieve world peace, even if it means sacrificing a small portion of humanity. You know, this sucks because that's where I was kind of going with my plan. Oh, really? Do you want to team up? Sure. So we can I'm have like brains. a leech. Yeah, we can You're have a leech. How would you accomplish? How would you accomplish well, world it, peace? Well, like though? I said, I'm an Elon Musk man, right? So okay. I have a corporation. But, but just like, just like, just like, you can't say you're an Elon but, Musk but, fan, and you're just like, or man, a man. Do you have any ways? Right. So I have certain technologies. What a, kind of technology? Tony Stark, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, keep changing the guy. <laughs> well, I'm painting a picture. I mean, essentially, Elon Elon Musk is a Tony, a real life Tony Stark. I just keep picturing you with the goatee. I have something, some kind of facial prosthetic, in this scenario. <laughs> facial prosthetic. So yeah, um, I have certain technologies, submarines, drones, and I can you know send bombs and missiles and lasers. So you'd be like, you you just be like, every, bring world peace amongst governments. Everybody behave. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Yeah, essentially. Um, even if that means overthrowing the government, my fellow man. So that will be me. I want to control the world, the world that I live in, to achieve some sort of. Utopian slash dystopian. Right. So you you uh, sounds like a very flawed character. <laughs> I mean, so the way yes, you, that's me. So the way you're going is something similar I had in mind in terms of uh, my my villainous exp- uh, pursuits. Uh, I don't know if you guys play video games at all or have any familiar with the Metal Gear Solid franchise, yeah. but they talk a little bit about you know politics and a lot of their villains are a little overblown and have like these grand ideas of humanity and how to save the world. I feel like I would be more aligned with them in terms of uh, be like war written, have like a scar. I don't know, maybe on the face, maybe on the body. Right. I'll have a scar. Okay. Uh, like I've been through battle, uh, and I'll start my own mercenary sect, kind of like how Big Boss started. If you guys don't know who Big Boss is, it's it's a character from Metal Gear, uh, and he basically starts his own little military mercenary group, and you know, in our pursuits. To save the world, sometimes we have to have a little bit of... Like, same thing as Sean. It's kind of a bummer that he picked that. Oh, sorry. But uh, that's that's what I was... are you trying to achieve, like, world peace? It's not world peace, just making sure unifying the world... Unifying the world? It's not unifying. It's just making sure through... through. Oh, my God. It's not like a dictator. Fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. You know what? I might have to be a, a superhero because mine just sounds a little bit too dictatory. You know what? I'm just going to rob places and just get a lot of money petty crime okay just petty crime you know i just i'm doing a shift you brought yourself down way low yeah like <laughs> you'll be the you'll be the first guy i kill yeah <laughs> you're the guy's just like sorry man yeah. we've been friends for a while now but uh yeah we're gonna have to go yeah i think about the greater scheme so hard um <laughs> i've thought about this a little bit just but, like for a while or just like well no like in the last like 50 minutes or so um so, I I would have went to a very prestigious college that um, that has a really really great uh, geotechnical engineering program. So I'd become like a geo engineer. Devry. <laughs> Devry. <laughs> <laughs> I would have went to Devry. I got a geo engineered <laughs> engineering degree, and um, I would like live in the tunnels and shit beneath like New York City. Um, Making my own like passageways and shit, and I would like threaten. <laughs> you sound like a Spider-Man comic book villain, like the subways of New York City. Well, it's there's one similar called Mole Man. Mole Man, Mole Man fought like Fantastic Four and shit like that. Oh, okay. um, but I just like that lifestyle. 
My name would be Digger Jones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Digger Jones. Oh, I thought you said something else. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought, you, I thought you said something else. Yeah. I'm like, wait, you can't say that. That's the joke. Dude, the hero just comes in. He's like, he's like, just wait. What's but, your name? No, what if, what if just, <laughs> you just you think you got that degree, but you're just a crazy ass motherfucker? That's what I think. That would be part of the character too. Kind of like a, I don't know. Is he an idiot like or is a, he a hobo? Like the Sentry and shit, like those crazy superheroes. Yeah. Like the tink, yeah, the the, like the tinker, the yeah, like, like the sentry. Yeah, he's just completely crazy. He's just like some lone <laughs> fucking villain, just like in his where like warehouse, just like making shit. Yeah, yeah. I like that Sean and I were in the more Bond route. You kept it very low yeah. key and kept it more uh, to home. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, I'd be threatening to fucking to sink, sink cities. Yeah, to sink cities and sink the Empire State Building, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> For what? Like money? No, because he's crazy. Uh, I, I think I'd do. I'd I mean, yeah, you went to DeVry to get your fucking degree, so there's a little bit of craziness there. <laughs> your fucking I'd be, a, I'd be asking for fucking... Like, More dirt? Popeyes or something Pope- Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Send, Why look. you just don't sink the Popeyes? <laughs> just sink every Popeyes and just you have a limited, yeah, unlimited supply. You have the workers constantly making you number fives. All right. I think we would. <laughs> we don't have like a social justice antagonist in the group. Like somebody who would bring down like um, like healthcare or some sh- like the officials of healthcare and shit for like people like the Robin Hood style, but still like a, a killer. <laughs> Essentially, nobody's here, right? Maybe show. I feel like at somebody. that point you're kind of a hero, like a like an anti-hero. But you're still killing, murdering. Like a. S- but it, but I think at this point <laughs> in this juncture, I don't think people would be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like Thanks. He'd <laughs> be called like the socialist. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me switch it up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Say you're still a Bond villain. Say that I am an Elon Musk man, right? <laughs> and I'm ab- an Elon Musk, I, Musk I, man. <laughs> and I'm able. You guys are all still who you are in your scenarios, but I'm able to give you one superpower. What would you pick to advance you in your your scheme? Superpower. I think Harvey, you would like to dig more. Like you could, you could dig really good, like with your hands, though. Really? That sounds lame. That's, a, that's the lamest power ever, yeah. <laughs> I just that thought way too specific. <laughs> <laughs> With these hands. Uh, I think I'd want like some sort of um, like uh, like x-ray ability or something. Okay. Something See through like women's that. underwear? Well, no. <laughs> I'd be able to like, I don't know, See some sort of like, uh, okay. like echolocation x-ray thing. Okay. See like, I don't know, like the underground structures and shit. I think that would be helpful. That's cool. I'll get you some glasses and we'll let the guys in the lab <laughs> work it up. <laughs> all right. Steve? I would. Uh, <laughs> uh, all serious note, if I'm going to go this more uh, militaristic, you know, keeping keeping the world at check mm-hmm. kind of uh, behavior, just riding around. A, I picture like in a submarine or like a flying. Really? A submarine is not practical. But like maybe, all right, either a submarine or like a fucking, like the, the helicopter. What is that? The, the Sky Fortress? So you want Avengers? a vehicle. You don't want a superpower? Well, like something. Well, I was thinking, all right, so here's the thing. Like I need something that can transport me throughout the world. But then on the flip side, I want to make sure my reign is infinite. Mm-hmm. So I want the ability to transfer consciousness to a host after I die. Okay. So like I'm forever. 
Okay. To make sure. So my, you want to upload your consciousness to a cloud? He wants not like the a, cloud because the cloud want, could be deleted. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> Something could happen to the cloud. I'll keep your consciousness in a private know. cloud, and I'll upload it to the list of names. He you wants give like me. a brain flash drive. Okay. Basically, I, I every can, time I die, I want it I to like that. to like be yeah. uploaded and like into another body and then just keep doing what I was doing before. That's like some Stargate <laughs> shit or something. Yeah. I'll, ke- I'll keep you in Google Drive. Google Drive. <laughs> Share <laughs> with somebody. <laughs> hey, Harvey, I got a, I got the, I got Steve. Uh, I'm going to transfer it over. Can you download it and uh, make sure it gets to the right place? Fine. <laughs> download it interrupts. I'm dead. <laughs> um, I would want something, some sort of app- arm apparatus, like something that has like a, a bunch of tools, like, um, <laughs> Like one, like I could shoot like instant laser. I like just kill somebody. A, I just picture like a third something, arm, like, almost like almost like a Wolverine's claws, like something that can like get me out of like a sticky situation. Like say, the feds invade my warehouse, <laughs> I have something on my arm, like lasers or like some kind of weird grappling shirt, or like something that can make me like leap up and fly. But just in like one arm, like one arm. For some reason, I'm picturing you have a third arm in the most inconvenient spot no, like, i want to have like it on my existing arm, arms like, on the side is this a superpower or like a device this this well this is a a, a device you have to remember he's an elon musk yeah so guy. it's all practical shit like shit okay. that he can make yeah. for you yeah okay. so like you're his x-ray i'll give you some goggles so basically okay. you'll take your glasses yeah. and make them x-ray i'll get you a submarine <laughs> no i want you don't want to sub- fuck it i'll take or a submarine. cloud the cloud <laughs> yeah jesus Christ. but essentially it's a superpower right so you have a third arm that's a switchblade. It's like a Swiss Army thing. Swiss Army yeah. knife. So you can get like, if you need a beer opened. Yeah. Or like shoot a laser at some guy's eye and kill him instantly. Actually, we're talking shoot a laser. Yeah. yeah. Or like, what about laser, laser Wolverine <laughs> claws? Like, like a lightsaber, but like three cl- ring claws. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. Oh where does this come? What does this? What does this show come to? <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Um, I think this is the, the the gold. This is as good as it's gonna get. So, uh, we played this game. You just messed my headphones up. Did I really? Yeah. Toggle the wire again. There you go. Okay, we're back. This is a game. Um, y'all fucked me up. <laughs> D- what? On, Doug Jones, Digger Jones. <laughs> I like that you don't even use your real name. <laughs> I like Digger Jones. Uh, this is a game in which we roll a 12-sided dice. I believe, Sean, I guess since you lost last week, you're going to have yeah, immunity. I get to sit this one out. Okay, Steve and I Take are going to roll movie. a 12-sided dice. Whichever of us. Shomo gets to roll, too. Shomo's not here. So I can okay. roll for him. His punishment is not being here. <laughs> yeah. Um, whoever gets the lowest number. They're going to have to watch a movie signed by Sean. And I suppose I'll go first since I already have the dice in my hand. I rolled a nine. It's not, not bad. It's not bad at all. This guy thinks he's going to get Scott. He's going to get a movie. Don't worry. Nope, that's mine. <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> it's a two. Got a two. Steve got a two. Okay. Um, Steve. All right. Yeah, I got a pick for you. Um, I watched this movie early last year, 2017. Um, I was a big fan of it. I like the pace of it. I think it's well acted. The story is pretty interesting. And uh, I think it's a movie that more people should watch. Um, and I'm going to give you Personal Shopper. Right? Go. Cool. I know you you piqued some interest with this uh, movie. Yeah, I actually put it... Uh, 
was, and it's slightly a horror movie, so it's October. So yeah, I I was on HBO and I was like, oh, I should watch this one day. So oh, it's there for free. Yeah. Oh, nice. So there you go. Yeah, free a word, I guess. Cool. Watch it. I think right. Fantastic. Cool. Okay, I think that'll do it for us over here. Um, we had a lot of laughs this episode. Yeah, a lot of laughs. A lot of crying. A lot of laughs. A lot of uh, feelings. Silliness. Yeah. Um, tune in next week for uh, a review of was it First Man? <laughs> you already forgot. Wait, is that what we landed on? Yeah. Oh, okay. We First said Man. we literally said Ryan Gosling. What other, other oh, yeah. movie Ryan Gosling's in? That was yeah. forever ago. All right. Uh, yeah, you can check us out on uh, social media. Do the right thumb. We're on a. Uh, Instagram, do the right film underscore podcast. If you use iTunes or whatever you use, it'd be great if you could uh, leave a review. We also have a website, do the right film.com. You can uh, listen to previous episodes and you can leave us a note if you want. Tell us what you think of the show. You could text me at 646. Yeah, text Sean. Uh, they got the first three numbers. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Later. Alright guys, it's been fun. Toodaloo. Kinda forgot what I say. It's all about catchphrase. Yes. your theory, Doctor? Strangulation by terrifically powerful hands. But it's peculiar that this left deltoid muscle should be missing. It's been torn right out. Gentlemen, it wasn't torn. This